Hello treasure seekers and welcome to Shandy Andy's Unguarded Treasure. This is Series 1, Episode 18. I've had a couple of call-ins since my last episode, so let's kick this episode off with those. And first up, we have Jason from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Hey, Shandy, Andy, Jason here, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Challenger accepted. I will happily try to map our next um, delve that we do in the Black Hack. You might have to remind me. I don't think I'll get a chance to play again until next year, the way the schedules fall out. But yeah, definitely, I'm. I, I'd like to give that a shot. So I appreciate it. As far as old school essentials. To quote John Allen Large and go in the bin, um, very much against the idea that you have special traps only thieves can find. It sounds like junk to me. Um, okay, maybe that's a little negative, and maybe that's not fair to bring John into that. Um, I would change that because I think that kind of class protection is unneeded, um, but that's maybe a subject for a different time. So you did a great job comparing the two. I appreciate that, and I look forward to your next podcast. Thanks for the call in, Jason. Excellent that the challenge to do some mapping has been accepted. Uh, like you, I'm afraid I seem to be struggling to get onto a Black Hat game as well. <laughs> the only days it's been run on at the moment, uh, I'm not available. When I am available, there's no game. So uh, it could be the new year before I'm available too. So I look forward to playing with you in the new year on that. As regards the um, the thief, yeah, we've obviously got a disagreement here. Um, it's a bit. You see, I prefer having the classes with their own skill sets. It's one of the reasons I don't like five E's because every class seems to be able to cast spells. To my mind, I prefer that to be kept to clerics and magic users. I don't like to see fighters and thieves and you know. Every, <laughs> Uncle Tom Cobbley and all casting spells. So really, uh, and it's the same with wearing armour. You know, fighters and clerics, I'm fine with having been able to do the, uh, you know, wear any type of armour. But no, magic users, no, not really. Thieves, no, not really either. So, um, but I, I, I guess my, I'm really basing myself because I, I do come from this D&D BX uh, races class system so I, I just prefer to see them you know that each particular race stroke class has its own abilities uh, and yeah okay there's general ones which everyone can do but um, I just find it adds to the flavor personally but you know everyone to their own I appreciate uh, you know I'm probably in a minority uh, on that uh, and it's just my particular preferred system so i'm fine with you uh, preferring to have a more generic one where you know all people can do everything uh, and having said that I, I do like runequest an awful lot which obviously uh, does follow that system um, in a way so um, i suppose it just depends on the system for me and next up we have andy who is a new caller my podcast and he has his own podcast called expedition to the grizzly peaks sandy andy it's the other andy 
Um, just listen to your very first uh, episode from way back in July. I'm I'm doing what I'm calling a Roy. I'm um, I'm catching up with everyone else's podcasts as quickly as I can. Anyway, I loved <laughs> I loved your story about the Cthulhu um, your Cthulhu games. Um, I'm, I'm about to put up an episode of mine now where I talk about my current Cthulhu game, and I and I just loved your your whole description of how you sunk under that table um, and, and did and probably didn't roll any dice for maybe a couple of hours. It's a funny thing that it's like it's a mark of badge of pride to not roll a dice during a whole session, but somehow it's also not playing the game anyway. I'll have to have to think about that another time. Anyway, loving loving hearing your stories from from the eighties. Hey, up the other Andy. Thanks very much for your call in. I'm glad you enjoyed my first ever episode. It certainly enjoyed it. Sort of telling people about my experiences in the 1980s uh, role play, and that session you mentioned uh, playing from underneath the table. Uh, yeah, it was one of the well, it, it was the best ever session I played in, certainly most enjoyable one. I always enjoyed Call of Cthulhu, though, particularly with the G, uh, the uh, Keeper of Arcane Knowledge. I had at the time Brian Jones, who was an exceptionally gifted um, keeper. And <clears throat> he used to enjoy just giving us phobias um, for us to play them out, uh, sort of act them out at the table. And I, I certainly think we had many sessions where I don't think Brian asked us to roll dice um, and that was what I, I enjoyed perhaps so much about it is that uh, he just went with whatever was going to be interesting and we trusted him implicitly because he was such a good keeper. Um, I mean, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a massive fan of dice rolling anyway. Uh, I've got to be, if I'm being brutally honest, I am. I've never collected dice uh, and I'm certainly more than happy to have a session where no dice are rolled. Um, but that's just a personal thing, and I appreciate a lot of people don't like that. They like the randomness and uh, getting a hold of big what a dice. Anyway, thanks for your call in. So this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about player fatigue. It's not a subject I've ever really heard mentioned before. I've heard GM fatigue mentioned on many occasions with people saying that they get burnt out as a GM, which is quite frankly always been a bit of a puzzle to me because I've never experienced GM burnout. Uh, even when I used to GM on a regular sort of weekly basis. Okay, so what do I mean by player fatigue? Well, I guess what I mean by it is that if I mean brutally honest, I'm not enjoying playing in role-playing sessions as much as I did six to 12 months ago. That's not to say I'm not enjoying it, I am. And the odd session I'm really enjoying, but I don't know, it just doesn't seem quite the same as it was six to 12 months ago. And I've had a bit of a sit down to try and figure out what that is. And I think it's due to the fact I'm not, I haven't GM'd for over six months now, I think. It's been quite a while. 
And I'm one of those people that I enjoy both GMing and playing in pretty much e equal measure. Um, you know, I, I find it difficult to say which one I prefer out of the two. And I've got a feeling that I've just got to the stage where perhaps I need to GM a few games to sort of get my enthusiasm back. I don't think the situation's been helped by uh, the weekly game I play is a AD&D first ed one, a face-to-face -face one on a Tuesday. And I, over the last month, I've had to cancel a couple of those just due to workload and deadlines, meaning I just couldn't get to the game. And then the BX game I play monthly got cancelled due to the fact that the GM, this was a Sunday game that we used to play Sunday evening, and now the GM is finding that he's having to be a considerable distance away on a Monday morning to start work at six o'clock. So he's, he's no longer able to GM on a Sunday evening. So a couple of events like that haven't helped. And then I think uh, I've tried to get into online gaming. I played some low fantasy gaming, and some black hat, but it proved very difficult to get those done on a regular and consistent basis. Um, seem to get swapped around uh, the days and the times and things and unfortunately I've just not been able to do that. Usually if something's fairly consistent I can generally make most of the sessions but not when they get swapped around. Um, you know, I've got a couple of young kids and a full-time job and my wife on and off has been uh, quite ill so it, it's quite difficult to change things at the last minute, as anyone who's uh, been in the situation would appreciate. Usually I have to plan well ahead. So I think that that sort of not being able to make regular games has sort of also not helped the situation. I think the one other issue as well is at the end of the day, we all have our favourite systems, I guess. And mine is D&D BX. Or old school essentials, uh, the latest in that. And I think, uh, possibly, if I was playing in some of that, I think that would help as well. Uh, much as I like, you know, a lot of the other games I'm playing, D and D First Ed, GURPS, low fantasy gaming, uh, even Aftermath, I play <coughs> occasionally. At the end of the day, it's it, BX is the, is the one that's closest to my heart. What I feel I probably need to do is to avoid dropping out of games, which I think I'm in danger of doing at the moment, and sort of ending up going back into the shadows of role-playing, which effectively is what I, I did for many years, until a couple of years ago when I got back into the hobby. So, I need a plan. So... First part of the plan, I probably need to get back into GMing, I think. If not a regular, at least an occasional basis. And I successfully managed that in the early part of last year, doing some rune quests, role-playing in Glorada. So I guess I ought to wrap that. And uh, hopefully I think I've now arranged to do three sessions GMing in January, February and March in the new year, hopefully. So uh, and that'll be 
face-to-face, probably over at Bean Gaming in Leicester by the look of it. So hopefully that'll come off. Secondly, I'll see if I can GM an online game. It's something I've not uh, done before. I've played in plenty of them, but never GM. So, um, And I did, actually, over on the uh, Audio Dungeon Discord, I did put out a call out to see whether anyone was interested in playing in some uh, RuneQuest role-playing in Glorantha. But to be honest, the, uh, the reception was pretty lukewarm, if I'm honest. Um, it's it, it tends to be people are more sort of interested, I think, in the um, the light rules, sort of trendy latest um, sort of games that are being released over there. So it's probably not the right server, I guess, for uh, RuneQuest role playing in Glorantha. So maybe I need to um, find a server where that's more within the. Uh, sort of range of games that uh, people like so i'll see if i can uh, discover a discord server where role-playing uh, in glorantha with RuneQuest is something people would be receptive to thirdly i probably need to sort out playing in some old school essentials games um, surprisingly there don't seem to have been that many announced uh, recently despite uh, the rule set just been re- released last month. Um, I put a call out on the uh, Audio Dungeon Discord server, so uh, and Hobbs uh, sounds as though he's up for running something. So I'll see if I can jump onto one of those games there. Um, trying to organise a game face-to-face game locally has uh, proved a bit fruitless, to be honest. Um, unless it's D&D 5e, it's incredibly difficult to break into the. D&D uh, playing groups, so and I've got to be honest, uh, I'm done with 5e. I played it for 12 months or so, and it's um, <laughs> there are better games out there, shall we say, it's, certainly as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, let's see if I can get onto a online Old School Essentials. That would be cool. So I wonder, has anyone else out there had this sort of player fatigue situation that I feel I'm sort of getting into what did you do to get around it and solve it I'd love to hear from anyone who's managed to successfully um, get rid of that player fatigue you've been listening to Shandy Andy's Unguarded Treasure if you'd like to contact me please drop me a message on Anchor Email me at shandyandy at gmail.com or possibly find me hanging around at Audio Dungeon Discord channel.